be back with you. Praise our God. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Amen. It's good to be with you in the land of the living this evening, instead of watching you from another realm. God's given us breath and life, so we're here to worship Him this evening. Amen. As I thought back over the year, all I could think about, how great is my God? Amen. Why don't we start the service with that? Sing with me, how great is my God? We're not going to have a concert tonight. We're going to worship. So every song is a part of worship. We want you to enter in and enjoy yourselves and just relax. So many other places we could be, but we get to be gathered with the precious believers of like precious faith tonight. Amen. Let's sing this together. The splendor of a king. Oh, the splendor of a king. He is clothed in majesty. All the earth rejoice. Amen. All the earth rejoice tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, he Oh, oh, oh. 
great is our God. Oh, how great is our God. Sing with me, how great are you, Lord Jesus? clap of praise this evening. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. What a mighty God we serve, saints. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. He's worthy of our praise this evening. Amen. Brother John, would you come open this evening in a word of prayer? Do we have a microphone for Brother John? Amen. If you have a need on your heart, he's here this evening. Amen. You don't have to leave 2019 with the same burdens on your heart that you had. Amen. And carry him into the new year. He's a miracle working God. Amen. Brother John, come open the service for us, please. Amen. Maybe we can just praise him as we open in a word of prayer. Our dear Father, we bow our heads. Tonight is an evening of worship and praise. Lord God, we just want to open up our mouths and from the bottom of our hearts let you know that we started the year with you and you're ending it with us. We just want to thank you, God. From the bottom of our hearts as your family and as the children of God, we thank you, Jesus. And we do give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praises. It's been good to serve you every day of this year. And if we had 10,000 years, we'd want to keep serving you. And if we had eternity, we'd want to be around your presence. So may tonight just be a foretaste of that other dimension, of that other side. Strengthen the congregation, all the singing, all the words, all the prayers, the encouragement. May the Holy Ghost be pleased tonight. Settle our hearts and even bring healing. If someone is sick, would you just touch them tonight? Someone's weary, would they feel the Holy Spirit just ministering to them and touch those that aren't here tonight? We want to bring in the new year with them upon our hearts and the burdens. Just minister to every life supernaturally. Jesus, we welcome you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have your seats just for a moment. Bring your greetings from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Brother Harold Hildebrand and Brother Ed Hammermeister and all of their assembly. I was just thinking tonight what Paul might say to us if, if he was here. And I was reminded of a familiar place in Philippians 3 where he said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Forgetting those things that are behind, we're pressing forward. Let us therefore, he said, as many as be mature, perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. What a, what a gospel. That if we be in anything otherwise minded, God's revealing it to us. And I thought of Brother Branham in Jeffersonville in a service on December 31st. He was speaking to the local church. He said, how many is glad and happy the Lord spared you through another year? How many is glad and happy? 
and he was just leading them into uh, the new year. And here we are coming up to the end of the road. He said, I wish, here's a prophet uh, speaking. I wish to each one of you all the most successful and blessful and healthy new year that I can wish to you. He said, God be with you. May you grow both physically and spiritually and financially and materially. Everything that God can bring upon you, I pray that he'll do it. So we just receive it. (laughs) Has the Lord been good to you this last year? And just in conclusion, as Brother Branham was coming into a new year in Shalom, he said, in the midst of it all, The glorious gospel of Jesus Christ promised for this day manifesting itself. We're living in a wonderful time. He said, shalom or peace to you who have word down in your heart. I I think he, he like he's speaking tonight to you that have word down in your heart chose before the foundation of the world to hear the word for this day. Then he said, if you don't, it's a bad year for you ahead. (laughs) But if you are, it's a great world for you ahead or a great day, a great year coming now, a new year. I think we have nothing to look forward to but a good year. Because the word of God and God chose us before the foundation of the world. But to the world, it's not going to be a good year. But to the bride of Christ, we have a lot to look forward to. God bless you. It's been wonderful being with you this last year. And we're looking forward to eternity with you. Amen. Amen. We're just going to move right into the specials. Maybe Sister Natasha and the family could come and get ready at this time. And then immediately after them, we'll have Sister Leah and her family are going to sing for us. If we don't get to you tonight, we had about 19 or 20 we could have done. We could have filled a whole evening just with specials, but we have special meetings this weekend. So if we don't get to you, you can just be ready for Friday or Sunday and we'll get to you. Amen. We'll look forward to that. So, but just, uh, I'm not going to take any time up with a testimony, but we did just want to really express our Thanksgiving. Uh, I didn't expect that. From the depths of our heart, just to the, the body of Christ, you've been... Just tremendous, and we love you with all of our hearts. Amen. And you know that when you see God and his people, it is just, it's truly just an expression of divine love, and we're so thankful for your support, your prayers, every gift, every visitation. There's a lot of time we couldn't leave the house, and I'm not a person who likes to sit still for very long, so all the brothers that came over and kept me company, the families who brought meals, we, we love you, we appreciate it very much. Just wanted to express that from Yelena and myself and the children, just how much we do appreciate you, how thankful we are to start another year with you. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord.
assurance This old world is not my home One of these days you're gonna look for me Praise God, I'm gonna be gone Gonna be gone In the twinkling of an eye I'm gonna be gone Gonna be gone One time to say goodbye
things about watching that I think is seeing the families that suddenly come out of the woodwork and you're like mercy where were you the rest of the year God bless you we appreciate that very much and let's just sing my hope is in the Lord we're going to invite the Schmaltz family if they would come and sing for us and then immediately after them we're going to have the BCA grade four five and six students are going to come sing for us the song they sing at the concert we certainly enjoyed so you guys can be ready right after that Amen. But let's sing this together. I stand in awe as the Schmaus family comes. I stand in awe within the presence of the Lord, in whom the wisdom of the ages lies. For whom the raging of the sea subsides, He's the living sacrifice. testimony is in the Lord from this time on and evermore. From this time on and evermore, my hope is in the Lord forevermore. His tender mercies, oh, His tender Healing, healing and forgiveness. 
And I thought, if you only knew our circumstance, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> but they love it. And then just later, the secretary said that. And 10 minutes later, the doctor came and said, you know, we love it when your family comes here. We just love to have this family. Lights up the whole office. Amen. And I thought, there it is. Joy of the Lord, a genuine thing inside. You can't counterfeit it. You can't fake it. It's there. And even no matter what circumstance, like Brother Tom said, it's not the happiness. It's the joy. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess Brother Thompson, go ahead and tell him. But uh, <clears throat> just in the circumstance we found ourselves in um, with orthodontia work, it was very expensive. And the orthodontist basically said, you know, we don't usually do this for families, but we want to work with you and make sure the kids at a crucial time need the medical care, get the medical care they need. And we're just going to, don't worry about the bill. You just, we'll just take care of it. We'll work it out later. He, and the secretary told us that. Then later the doctor came in and said, we don't do this for everybody, and don't tell everybody. <laughs> but we're going to do this for you guys. We're going to make sure it's taken care of because we love your family. Praise the Lord. So, so we were going to sing originally a nice, beautiful hymn that we love to sing. And uh, last minute we thought, you know, we're so full of joy this season. We just can't sing that. So we're going to sing something happy and joyful, and I hope you'll take it with that spirit. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead. I'm a gonna rise and run to the mountain, gonna shout out the praise and glory, gonna tell it all over again, I'm gonna spread joy over this land, gonna put my shoulder to the yoke, gonna lean in, gonna work hard till the evening. Gonna spread joy over this land Gonna lay my burden by the side of the road Help my neighbor pick up his load And we're gonna walk though our feet are slow Spread joy over this land God's joy I'm gonna spread joy over this land Gonna cast the seeds from the palm of my hand Though the light is weak and the soil is mean Joy rises up from a power unseen. Joy, 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 joy. I'm a going down to the river to pray. 
Walk through the wilderness and find my way. My jubilant feet the path will lay. Spread joy over this land. And to the wailing wall at the end of the day. Leave my prayers like the good book say. Do what I can to get out of the way. Just spread joy over this land. God's joy. Won't you come along? Come and go with me. You won't go, let the children free. We'll march on for eternity. Just spread joy over this land. God's joy. I'm gonna spread joy over this land. Gonna cast the seed from the palm of my hand. Though the light is weak and the soil is mean. Joy rises up from a power unseen. Joy, 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 joy. I'm gonna rise and run to the mountain. Gonna shout out the praise and glory. Gonna tell it all over again. Gonna spread joy over this land. Gonna tell, tell, tell it all over again. Spread joy over this land. All right, maybe just why the four, five, six class comes, let's sing God is good all the time. Amen. Regardless of whether you feel happy, God is still good. Amen. When you're walking
the Virgin Mary was his mother, and Joseph was his earthly father. All three wise men came from afar, and they were guided by a shining star to see King Jesus reeling in the manger filled with hay. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you. Praise the Lord. We have a lot of talent in our young people. Excited to see what they do when they're old enough to be in choir and, you know, contribute there. Amen. We're going to hear from the choir a little later. And let's have the Woolman family come. Maybe just as they come. Actually, you guys are right here. Why don't you just go ahead and come on up. We'll have you sing for us. Brother Jeff, where are you at? Pull you from your post of duty here and have you sing for us. Immediately after them, we'll have uh, the BCA High School Choir is going to come and sing for us as well. So maybe you guys could all be ready after that, and we'll sing a song as you come up and get ready.
every dawn, Lord, help me see The hands of time move like a thief The days are long, but the years are brief So I will worship you BCA, high school choir, excuse me. Maybe you could come and prepare at this time. Let's just sing together. Worthy, worthy, he's worthy. Worthy the lamb that was slain. As they come now, let's start with the first verse as they prepare. Oh, hear the cries of the shackles from the onset Worthy, he is worthy. 
pulpit, we're going to ask the Filipino group if they're come. We're just going to have the, the first song with the whole group if you'd come at this time and sing that one for us. And I'm just going to stay here at the piano and minimize a little traffic back and forth. Would you enjoy that? Is that wonderful? Praise the Lord. He's worthy, saints. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe as they come, why don't we just sing the second verse that we didn't get to. Then the crying is stilled as the chorus rings out. And then the crying is stilled as the chorus rings out. The shackles released from their chains. And of voices are swelling the
shackled by this world I was bound in time Now I'm lifted to eternity Something's changed in me My soul has been set free I'm back to where my spirit used to be Enjoying the evening so far? Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for the, the specials and the time preparing. The, the musicians. God bless the musicians and the sound men that have been here. Amen. I appreciate every minute of time. Amen. We're blessed with such talent here and we want to show our appreciation. Amen. Sister Margaret, I'm going to have you come now and sing for us. I was hesitant because I, it's going to take me a minute to find the right setting on the keyboard, so you'll have to be patient for me like all Sister Margaret up. But when I thought about Watch Night, this was the only song, besides the choir song, 
that kept coming to my mind. So I thought, well, it's been a while since we've heard it. So I asked Margaret to come sing All I Have, which is something I grew up listening to her sing. And I just have never heard somebody sing that song with that kind of passion behind it. So I want Sister Margaret to come and bless us with that this evening. Amen. have chosen a prime minister or a king you could have chosen great men in palaces
I have tried in vain to succeed in the plans of men. I had set my goals. I hopelessly took my stand. Every time I took one step, I fell back to Of making it lies in you.
special before we change the order a little bit maybe we could just have the ray family come and get ready if you could just sing with me one of my songs the battle is the lord's maybe as they come there is a source i've tasted and seen of that source this past year have you amen brings you peace gives us joy and hope amen praise the lord let's sing this together let's change our positions we'll stand as the ray family comes and prepares there is a source in times of need, oh, and it gives me hope, it brings me peace through every trial, through every test I know, oh, He stands in. saints. You may have your seats. Amen. Good evening. Happy New Year. Before we cross, I'll wish you a happy New Year. I love watch night. I love just to rejoice what the Lord has done for us and just to sing and give him worship that he's worthy. Amen. We can be a family. Praise him together. Amen. 
we're going to sing a little song that we've sung just with ourselves in our car, in our home. It's uh, a little bit of a peppier song, but uh, we've just enjoyed singing it. Sing, so, a song about mountain moving faith. Amen. Peter had to walk on water. It took him a little more, quite a bit of faith to walk out of that boat and say, I'm not going to sink in his mind. Everything was saying, I'm going down. But he stepped out there in faith, putting fear behind him. Amen. So we're going to sing a little, little song about that and just relax and enjoy it with us. All right. Ready when you are. There was a man in the Bible named Peter, a disciple of the Lord was he. Oh, while sitting in the boat in the middle of the storm, Jesus came a-walking on the sea. He said, Peter, come out of that boat and start a-walking. Peter moved when he spoke. Things changed in a moment. He became a sea walker, not just a man in a boat. You gotta have that sea-walking, mountain-moving faith Heart-perceiving, mind-believing, everything's gonna be okay Step out on God's promises, and don't you be afraid With that sea-walking, mountain-moving faith
right, we're going to change the order of the service a little bit here. Maybe I'll have you stand once more with me. Right, that chorus just keeps going through my mind. I've got something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. Ain't that the truth? Amen. Let's sing that as we just change the platform up here a little bit. I think you're going to really be blessed by what we hear this evening. I know you're going to be blessed by it. So, amen. Let's just sing this chorus as they move things around a little bit. Oh, I've got something that the world can't give and the world can't take it away. Hallelujah. I've got something that the world can't give and it keeps me dead by day. may have your seats. Well, it seems every year we seem to, you know, just have maybe a different change in order. We had one time the SFU revival, and we had everybody sit on the platform. Then we've had the deacons speak, and trustees, and maybe board members over the years. And then ministry has spoken, and we've had different, uh, what, what God's done for us throughout our lives through the year. And so this year we thought, well, I just changed it up a little bit again. We've been sitting, uh, been blessed by Brother Ray and Sister Zoe, their family, Brother Nathaniel and Lily Rose. They've moved all the way here from uh, Britain, and God supernaturally moved them here. But some of us know, and of course, their testimony of what the Lord did for Lily Rose. And we thought, well, this is a good time and a season now to be able to bring you into a, the living room at Cloverdale Bible Way and to relax because this is our home. I don't know what the world's got and I don't know why they wouldn't want what we got. You you see what, what this message produces? You look at these precious families that have come up and seen their lives, the girls and the different ones that have sung. You wouldn't want this gospel? Yeah, it just it bewilders me, Brother Ray, 
And then we have testimonies within the assembly of the sovereignty of God and the, and the supernatural workings of God. That he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so tonight we thought we'd have Brother Raymond tell us her testimony and, and what God did for Lily Rose. And you know, saints of God, it's like I told Brother Raymond, I said, the testimonies of God never grow old. I said, I said, we still, we just sang on walking on water. How many years ago was that, Brother Ernie? Thousands of years ago. We sing about it, we'll testify, we preach on it. So if God did something three years ago, five years, there's no time with God. It's unlimited. And so then if God did something so special for this family, what the Holy Spirit is really wanting to say, he'll do it for all of us. And so tonight, I just want you just to relax. Brother Raymond is going to speak to us, and I'm just as a little amen corner. I know a little bit about the testimonies, and I'll say amen, Brother Ray. Just keep it coming, or you forgot this or something. So you just, this is, this is the special part. So you just pray now and, and ask the Lord to speak to you, okay? God bless you. Brother Ray, why don't you introduce yourself to the, the assembly? Well, good evening, friends. <clears throat> good evening, friends. Yeah. Amen. Brother uh, Tom says we, we are home tonight, and um, we just want to appreciate the Lord, and it is such a tremendous honor for us to be here tonight, and we just want to take time to appreciate Brother Tom, our pastor, Brother Bisco, for the confidence to have us here tonight. Amen. And just the opportunity to speak and reminisce what we went through. Like Brother Tom said, the testimony is always fresh. And God had us play a part in a testimony that uh, we're going to share with you tonight. And just get some of my opening comments tonight. We now call this home. So the Bible is home. And... Today is an opportunity where we can invite some of you in the chapters of our lives. The part that assuming some of you will probably be a little bit surprised tonight that you are part of the mm-hmm. And we can try and uh, you know, show that tonight. Um, and the basis of it is this message is This message is. Everything that is more has to do with reality. If I look across the room tonight, it's family. All right. Born in Africa, spent some time in the UK, but here am I, amongst family. Brothers and sisters of like precious faith everywhere. This message is our bond, and we feel right at home tonight because we know we are amongst family. My family and I could have moved anywhere. But when it came to having a desire to relocate to another country, Florida Bible was a place that we desired to buy the land at some point. Yes, you did. And my wife, <laughs> you did. Buy the land. <laughs> Jacob. Came back home and said, honey, let's go. I said, nope. <laughs> I work like that. And the year I came and buy the land, and the land was good. Amen, brother. 
and I are honored to be here tonight and be able to rest off the calm, rest of the ministry, take over that word that will continue to strengthen us in the work of the Lord. is something that we really appreciate. And tonight, just to give a prelude at such to October comments back that we've been talking about in the last couple, number of days, we, I heard a story once where one of the ministers in his message said, there's a guy who, was more, uh, who came to the Lord in the morning, had a message preached, gave his heart to the Lord in the afternoon, and he was baptized that very afternoon. And he started to read his Bible and looked at the book of Job. And he started reading Job chapter 42. And the very last chapter, uh, reading the Bible back to him, and he was saved. Then in his press meeting, his way back, he decided that this story is so good. You know, Job is getting everything right. he's rejoicing. Right. He says, I might as well just start reading Job chapter 1. Then as he started reading the book of Job, he started suffering. Job was losing money. And, you know, children, livestock, resources. And at, uh, at some point, this brother of ours screamed, Job, calm down, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> so tonight, part of what we're going to do today is we're going to share a testament. And we're going to walk through some of our journey. It's going to look tough. Some of it might seem seemingly graphic. But I want you to know, we've been in Job chapter 42. Yes, yeah, sir. Everything. everything is very well. <laughs> You saw how many soul in the road sing here tonight? Yes, yes. Man, so that's where we are. So as we go through these experiences, as we go through some slides, it's an opportunity to just take time to Amen. encourage my family. Right, exactly. Talk the Bible way and, and um, just to be able to share our experiences and what God has done. You know, my children are at BCA. Right. We are here and call this our church home. It's wonderful. Amen. My children receiving a godly education. It's like continuation of home. Yeah. What we teach and strive for at home is continued at the school, and we appreciate the Lord for that. So, this message has all the answers, and we're just so grateful. Yes, sir. Amen, Brother Ray. God bless you. We'll start at the point. Brother Ray, if you don't mind, just um, you, you'd mentioned that uh, Sister Zoe had come. You had come. But you'd also already been a part of the family here through the Internet. That's right. Most of the people don't know that. It, it's, it's amazing, Brother Tom, and saints, what these cameras, they are now a fair few. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Brother Larry. <laughs> um, when we started streaming, I think there was only two. Am I right, Brother <laughs> Now we have a few, so we, we just like what missionaries come back home and tell us, people know your faces, we knew your names, we, we knew where you sat, and when we visited, we felt right at home, we knew some of, the, some of your names, so indeed, yeah, my wife came in 2013, I visited in 2014, had a tour of the school, Brother Kim Dingwall gave me a tour of the school, and all was good. All was good. And I went back home with a desire. Amen. I just went back to the UK with a desire in my heart to say, Lord, if it be your will, so I don't know how, 
Right. But all I had was holding a desire in my heart. So at home you've been watching the services. I've been watching the services from my first encounter with Cloverdale Bible Way was back in 2002. There's a I don't I don't know whether services were streamed then, mm-hmm. but a, a cassette uh, VHS tape, mm-hmm. if the young people know what that yeah. is, <laughs> um, was circulating around our circles back right. in the UK. Mm-hmm. It was a v- VHS tape of Brother Peregrine at this very pulpit back in 2002. And it was after that, that tape, that's when I knew that there was Cloverdale Bible where I had known Brother Bisco from the, right. from the spoken words, of course, but I didn't know there was a church. But the reason why we brought this point up is because Brother Raymond would be on our Wednesday night services and it was 3 a.m. in the morning when he was watching Wednesday night. Is that true? That's right. So you, you used to watch our services. Yeah, yeah. I would watch the services, you know, because again, with the great time differences, we had the opportunity to either see them, for example, the morning service on a Sunday, it would be 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. So to get the opportunity to stream those services, our services used to be in the afternoon. So the reason why we'd like to bring up that point, Brother Ray, of course, is you have a prayer request. That's right. Okay, why don't you walk us through the bruise? That's right. So part of what we're going to talk about tonight is the the need that developed in our lives. And we felt that Cloverdale Bible Way was a family that we could extend a prayer request to and believe in the effectual fervent prayers of most of you, if not all of you, that, and that Brother Tom brings back, uh, that it molded in our hearts, even in the time that we've been here, mm-hmm. that every prayer request that's brought before the people. Right. Tonight we're going to get a chance to simulate what happened maybe in about two, three minutes of an opening prayer. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and show the magnitude of Marvelous. what was behind that prayer request. I think that's where we want to start because... You know then something happened to Lily Rose. There was a bruising that took place. That's right. So tonight we want to talk to you about our experiences. And these are just experiences of what we were going through as this trial seemingly played out. Mm -hmm. And we were believing God and trusting God and clearly we were among us a family of a church home and a group of believers but tonight we also want to just show you the part that you brothers and sisters you saints of like precious faith played a need arose and our daughter woke up one day um, nothing seemingly untoward but she had a slight bruise on the top of her left eye and my wife and I noticed that and we took her to a family doctor um, um, probably that afternoon if my memory serves me right and our family doctor simply prescribed a, a course of antibiotics and we went back home for about a week but then after a week things were not all Okay, right. because the antibiotic was supposed to just clear the eye infection, but it was not quite cleared yet. Mm-hmm. Then we went back home, and then a, a family friend, a distant relative, mm-hmm. uh, said to us after a week, Ray, can you, it might be wiser to take your daughter to uh, an eye hospital, which was you know, close in the city center in Birmingham, Dudley Hospital, and we, we took her there because there was an eye center there, and very quickly, Brother Tom, that evening, 
things quickly took a turn because within the first hour to two, the commotion that was happening within the hospital gave us an impression that not all was okay. Mm. And it is within those first two, three hours that we realized that it was something that was pretty serious because they checked the back of the eye and they said, we can see a little light at the back of the eye and they suspected cancer, cancer of the eye. But Mm -hmm. they said, we'll just go and get more tests and things like that. So we might need to keep you overnight. So yeah, it's almost like our whole world from an eye infection turned into um, a a cancer, a a light at the back of the eye. So what we're going to start tonight is the scripture that we put on the screen there where it was in the book of Corinthians and mainly verse 9 where you start to wonder in your heart Mm -hmm. what's happening. And, you know, this picture was unfolding very, very quickly. And you find answers in the scripture. And verse 9 stood out and said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Verse 10 said, Therefore will I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Can I just interject right here because we're going to go into a a large portion of this. This is not, this is not an, um, a service, as we, right. as we That's discussed. Right. That's right. This is not a service as though this has all been planned out, and these are the quotes, and these are the scriptures. This is what was happening That's at right. the time. That's right. So this, this is your testimony. That's right. This That's is not right. a sermon that you've put together. No, sir. This no, is, sir. This is... You know, when we went back home, we were just looking for a scripture to encourage ourselves, because this was devastating news. Were we weak? 100%. Were we scared? Absolutely, mm. like any parent would. Sure. So when I say this scripture jumped out because I was weak. My wife was weak. We needed a power that could help us in our time of need. And we remember coming across again, as you search the scripture, you we know we thank God for this, for this message. When you're weak, it's something when you get the reassurance from the word, Brother Tom. Amen. And... You know, we came across this quote again on that day because you look for a scripture and you look for inspiration. You have your devotion. So these were thoughts that were coming out all the time because we were looking for strength Amen. in the word. And that strength could not come from anybody else because these things were real. They were happening in real sure, time. Sure, sure. You know, and, you know, it's, Ram says, and remember your faith in this word is like a chain. A chain is the strongest at its weakest link. That's right. It's the strongest. That's because that's all it will hold. So you just said amen to that, Lord. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I'm just trusting that in my weakness, God, you can just help us. God, you can just help us. Amen. So another thing that, again, as we are now sharing a part of our testimony, that scripture again, Brother Tom, jumped out. Because at that particular point, we, you anticipate that, this thing is going to go away. Yeah. yeah. Paul in that scripture yep, your, was just saying, take this thing away, Lord. Mm-hmm. He besought the Lord thrice, just take this thing away from me. He needed to go. Mm-hmm. And we started feeling that, would be, would, wouldn't it be nice to give a testimony if God would come and take this thing right away? Mm-hmm. Because he that has received his testimony has set 
had said to his seal that God is true. Amen. God is true. So this is all becoming a reality now, desperate. All the time, shortly we'll just mm-hmm. run through the slides okay. of, you know, where, what happened in day one. Mm-hmm. And we're giving a testimony because we were there when it happened. Yes. It's not hearsay. It's not something that, you know, Brown tells us that if you give a testimony, you have to know that's something you can testify about. Mm-hmm. So we're here to testify about things that we've seen. We are simply witnesses Amen. of what God did. Our daughter was only four years old. She could hardly pray for herself. So right. the trial was more pressuring us and putting us into a corner mm-hmm. to find out if we're the real daughter. Right, right, right. right. You know, we were pushed to that corner and some of these things that we're sharing, but Tom, we they were happening in real time. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to relive those experiences mm-hmm. as we go along. In this particular quote here, you gave a, you underlined this quote here yeah, you, exactly. we talked about today. Yeah, we talked about this quote today. Mm-hmm. And if you just can read just that last uh, being read for me, please. Uh, on you have to know? Yes. Uh, uh, out of testimony and witness, Brother Ram says, you have to know something before you can testify. And a witness is a person who has seen something and knows that it's true. He must be a witness himself. And that is what we're, we're speaking That's of. That's what we're speaking about today. So thank you so much for reading those lines. We want to just move to that, that next quotation again before we just start talking about exactly what happened. Um, in that message, uh, Shalom again, um, just from some times. And sometimes it's, it takes hard, hard trials to break the bands of the world off of us. Sometimes God lets us have a little trial you know, to see what we'll do to take you out of the world. That's right. And sometimes, next, yeah. sometimes he's let a little trial happen. Maybe you got a sick baby. baby. Maybe something takes place right at the hour of death. What's it to do to break you? What? Right. It'll break you. It'll break you when you're needy, when you're feeling that you've been pushed right to the edge. But we are taking encouragement from the word. Amen. We are taking encouragement from the word. And you get to understand that every trial is predestinated. You know, these were just things that were coming out of scripture for us to just say, Lord, I remember my wife said to me, in that first second day, he says, honey, why us? That was a real question. Right. Why us? Why us? I didn't have no answer. You go down and you pray. The answer was very silent in my heart. Why not you? Why not you? Right. And as these words came to me, 
not that i'm spiritual or anything but you know how god speaks to you i felt as if it was being said okay choose another couple in your church with a four year old just like you and say to the lord or say to me not us but them good yeah. you 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 can't do that brother tom it was at that point that we recognized that we might as well just become one with this trial mm. whatever the lord is seeking to achieve yeah. Yeah. we probably just actors in this particular drama mm-hmm. god knows exactly what he needs to come and achieve in us so the trial started the timeline brother tom saints of god from july 21st 2015 following an mri scan a lump and a tumor was discovered behind our daughter's left eye the consultant started to prepare us for the road that was coming ahead by assuming a pre-diagnosis of cancer because they said coat tumors of this type on most 4 year olds are cancerous. Mm. That was on day 2. Day 2. Day 2. An emergency referral was quickly made to a specific uh, specialist oncology ward, one of the best consultants in the area of Birmingham in the UK at Birmingham Children's Hospital. Again, we he confirmed a same diagnosis and treatment options that were given by the Tom Saints of God were radiation, chemotherapy and surgery. Now any one of you would know an oncology ward looks after patients with cancer. Mm-hmm. On that second day we we got admitted. My wife stayed with my daughter in hospital and we saw children with no hair. we saw children that were very very sick we saw children that were unwell we were surrounded by unbelief we were surrounded by doubt and i have to emphasize this was on day 2 you try and reminisce what's happened in the last week mm-hmm. you'd want to wish to forget everything that happened in the last week brother tom 2 days later a biopsy was conducted where a sample from that left eye was taken to help them determine the treatment options that they were going to perform on our daughter and it was then that we were getting desperate by the hour mm. forget by the day we were getting desperate by the hour and we were thinking about you we were thinking about anybody who could bear us in prayer and i'm going to start sharing some images brother tom sure. what they did was to initially pull the eye down and they made a cut and an incision on top of our daughter's eye and simply took a sample out and put everything together just to have that tested out and on the screen there that's what she looked like on day 3 but the battle intensified after that during that biopsy what they did was to put a central line on her heart because they wanted to catch the main vein that would at least 
you know, help her because they were saying if we have to go through chemotherapy, which is certain, mm -hmm. rather than put an IV line, we're just going to put a central line that will connect with the main parts of her body so that at least it just hangs out. She just comes in. They connect her up and she can carry on playing with toys. So during that biopsy, she was had to, she had to be put to sleep and they had to do that at the same time. And at that particular time, we were still praying. Right. But were we hearing any audible voices, Brother Tom, saints of God? No. And we were taking in all the encouragement that we could from resources as in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. And somebody sent me this slide, this statement through my phone and said, faith is believing God is present when all you hear is no. silence. Somebody sent that to you. Somebody just sent that to me along, along those times. And then you start to realize and just faith is going beyond what you can see. Because at times that's all you can do. Right. right. When your back's against the wall, faith is all we have. We were encouraging ourselves in the Lord. And this again was, came across around that time, Brother Tom. Mm -hmm. When you're going through something hard and wonder where God is, remember the examiner is always quiet during a test. That's amazing. And I posted that. I made that my screensaver. Quiet, please. Healing in progress. Amen. Because we were still expecting to hear the news from the hospital to say, you know what, this was all a drama. This mm -hmm. is, you know, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> it, it was all fine. But that was not the case, Brother Tom. We were still believing God and trusting God and Believing that God would come and take this thing away because right, right. it was happening way too fast. We didn't feel like we had enough preparation that this thing was going to happen. And you go down on your knees and you pray. You'd expect maybe somebody to step out of the pillar of fire or something looking for something looking yeah. for something but again we came across another picture brother tom when you kneel down to pray and you are desperate before the lord all he gives you yes sir is his word amen christ is revealed in his own word amen and it was at that time that i made friends when i came in 2014 Dan Florin, Rolo Kello, a few believers that had us in, our, in their homes. Mm -hmm. And I sent Dan a text and said, Dan, please put, put a prayer request for me. And this is what happened. Jesus. Jesus. So as we go to prayer this morning, we just have a number of prayer requests. Brother Raymond from UK, many of you remember him. He was here last summer, I believe. He was to come to the wedding coming up here recent uh, soon. That was, and that was Brother Sean's wedding. Because his Sean's wedding. Girl, his uh, little girl has got to go undergo surgery uh, for cancer in her eye. And he's just asking the church to pray that the Lord will direct the doctor's hand. She will be healed and not lose her eye. Amen. We believe that. 
Amen. This was on August 9th, 2015. You right, sent the prayer request. Right here at Cloverdale Bible Way. The saints here at Cloverdale Bible Way took S- that request. Some of them could be in this very room tonight, Brother Tom. Mm-hmm. Amen. And a prayer of faith was made that day. And, and you're watching this. I was watching. I was glued to my computer screen, <laughs> which had become a norm when, you know, when there's good worship, when there's good word, and you want to immerse yourself in the word. And Cloverdale Bible Way is respected around the world. <laughs> and certainly amongst our compatriots, believers where we were, this place is viewed as a place where the true word is preached. Amen. So we felt led that we needed to at least submit a request we prayed for. Mm-hmm. We were encouraging our daughter to smile in the, in the trial. You're telling me that you're getting up every morning. Yes. Expecting now. At that particular point, Brother Tom, is the only thing we could do. Mm-hmm. Because we have believed a message where... Tumors have been known to disappear before doctors touch Brother Branham's wife. Yes. And I remember specifically speaking to my dear wife and I said, Honey, we need to be prepared for a miracle. And every single morning, Brother Tom, saints of God, I used to walk in my daughter's bedroom expecting that the thing that was growing in her eye is going to disappear. We had to be on our tiptoes of expectancy for a miracle. If it had to be, if a miracle had to happen, it had to happen to us. Mm. It was that song, That's... it is me, it is me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. <laughs> not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord. And as you can see, there's a picture on the bottom right screen of my right. The, the tumor violently grew in about five weeks. Mm. And... On July 21st, which is when we went to the hospital, that's what she looked like. What we asked you people to pray for and all other saints around the world is going to be the next image I'll show. Mm. I apologize if it might affect one or two. Mm. That's real. But we are yeah. we're human, Brother Tom. Right. We, we're talking about things that happened. Right. Not in 1903, not in no. 1963, not when the seals were revealed and mm-hmm. everything that we might want to use the message jargon, but it was in 2015. Amen. What you people prayed for was that. In under five weeks, we woke up every morning watching something grow in our eye uncontrollably. Mm. The results were not yet back, but after they saw that, they said, you need to come in urgently because we need to at least do something about that. That's a day before the operation. So according to the MRI scans, what was happening with the Tom Saints of God was the tumor was pushing the eye out, pushing the brain out up and they didn't know where this came from Mm -hmm. so what you see in white that's the scan the tumor is growing in this attacking the surface of the brain Mm -hmm. and pushing the eye out 
So that's actually her eye. So that's the normal eye, and that's what the tumor had done. It completely took over the cavity of the eye. And this was another significant moment mm-hmm. of, our, of this story. Mm-hmm. Like with any major operation, because they decided that they needed to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And they dished us out a cocktail of side effects. Right. Later on, the Lord in his marvelous grace spoke to me that, aren't you glad that this word does not have side effects? Amen. <laughs> this word is perfect in its nature. Mm-hmm. It will come to do exactly what it was sent forth to do. Amen. All you and I have got to do is stand behind that word. Mm-hmm. They said, potentially, there was going to be loss of sight in that left eye. They didn't know how much damage had been done no. by this tumor mm-hmm. inside this cancerous tumor this was due to the pressure being put on the optic nerve of the eye Mm -hmm. they said there was possible development of epilepsy because the brain had been moving and you know there was that pressure on the brain moving up they said there was could be possible brain hemorrhaging hemorrhaging of the brain due to the surface of the brain lining being damaged by the aggressively growing tumor. They didn't know. But Tom, over a few weeks, we were hearing medical jargon and lingo that we'd never come across. And these are medical professionals that were clearly doing what they have been trained to do. So they were being very honest with us, pulling the medical route. And we, had, we were in opposite lanes, really. They are pulling the medical science. We were in the faith. Faith. Yeah. Faith. Amen. Amen. And this last side effect triggered our interest finally to say, okay, you told us everything else that was going to happen physically. And, but then they said, yeah. And for us, so what was doing, the next slide will show you this, what they were simply going to do, I'll preempt it. Because uh, they said, she's only four years old, so we're going to try a new procedure. (laughs) A a new procedure? So my my daughter is going to be the guinea pig now? But what do I know, Brother Tom? Mm -hmm. Saints, what, what do I know? All you want is your daughter to get well. But then they said to us, we're going to have to make an incision from ear to ear. We'll pull the scalp down. We'll break the forehead and we'll break that bit of the eye and take the tumor out. And that's the first time that had been done that way because they said we don't want it to be scarred for, for life. Mm-hmm. So we'll try to get the tumor from inside. And while we can also make... Assessments inside what's happened to the brain lining because otherwise, if the brain lining is broken mm-hmm. and brain, brain matter yeah. leaks, yeah. Th- th- that's another problem. Now, that last point triggered our in- interest. And 
I said to Dr. Rodriguez, did you say loss of hair? And I said, yes. I said, is there anything you can do to save your hair? I said, really? In the grand scheme of things? You're worried about the hair. You're worried about the hair? But I felt that this word that we, we believe teaches that the hair is a woman's glory. Mm-hmm. I had seen my wife countlessly over the four years, every Sunday, sometimes <laughs> running late, yes. trying to fix that hair. Not only does she fix her hair, she's fi- fixing my daughter's hair. Mm-hmm. So I knew that was the pride of, 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 of hair as a mother. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just asked the question, Brother Tom. I, 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 I didn't know why I asked that, but I was just caring for the part of the word that's been vindicated to us. That the, uh, the hair is the woman's glory. And then Dr. Rodriguez said, okay, uh, my wife, I think, at the time came up with a quick idea. They said, okay, what if I do single plaits? Right? The sisters know this is real. Mm-hmm. Single plaits. And said, okay, do the single plaits and probably we'll find out on the operating table mm-hmm. what we'll do. But they didn't tell us exactly what they would do. But yeah, we spoke about that. But what they did, Brother Tom, mm-hmm. was to go through in between mm-hmm. the hair mm-hmm. plaits. Because a dad had made the request known. And I want to say glory to God for that. Amen. And she never lost her hair. She never lost her hair. What we see there is God is good. Amen. Amen. What we see is an incision that was made in between her hair. And up until this very day, she still has all of her hair by the grace of God. Amen. Wonderful. So what stood out there, Brother Tom, was just how it just, that encouraged us. Mm. Just to say, if God can do that. He cared. Then we can ask for big things. Right. The prophet asked, ask for big things. Mm. Amen. Wonderful. We had to take reassurance once again from the word, Brother Tom. The word that we've believed, I'm pretty sure, across the Shall I say across the house today? Yes, yeah, the assembly. Across yeah. our, our, yeah. our front yes. lounge <laughs> with all of you. I've got a big family, Brother Tom. Look this at is, this. this. I've got my brothers and sisters in the room. Yes, they've been a part of it. And a prayer request has been read. That means all of you, I'm taking you with me. <laughs> when you come across a quotation like that, but as we mentioned earlier on, mm-hmm. this was not premeditated. Right. Right. Because we knew it was a tumor, mm-hmm. I would go in the message of the hour and find every quotation that that prophet of ours spoke on, on a tumor. Mm-hmm. Because we needed a... I was so blessed that Sunday when you're talking about a tie post, you talk of a tie post. Mm-hmm. That became a tie post. The tumor that's in the head... But God can heal you. That's a serious thing. And a serious operation which I would be doubtful of. I'm not not saying that to discourage you. But I want you to have faith in our Lord Jesus. Amen. Who is here now. Who knows you. And you know you you are standing in his presence. 
Brother Tom, if you hear something like that, mm-hmm. saints of God, mm-hmm. and you have a situation on your hands, that becomes a t- an absolute. And we want to thank God for this word. Amen. We want to thank God for his word. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. Absolutely. The surgery itself. The process took about seven hours in the theater. And as we explained earlier on what they did, but as if that was not enough, before they took her in, into the theater, they suspected uh, a second, second tumor on the other eye. So you watch the, you know, they put a mask to put her to sleep. I was holding her in my hands. Mm-hmm. I was there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she goes to sleep. They said, Clearly before a surgery of this magnitude, they had to do another scan to make sure, as they do, she was marked on her face exactly, which I needed to. They were very, very careful, but they just said our last scans were a little bit inconclusive on the other eye. But saints of God, you had prayed. Amen. You had prayed. Your effectual, fervent prayers had gone up on our behalf. After seven hours, that's <laughs> Dr. Rodriguez was elated, Brother Tom. Mm. He says, Raymond, these are the results of the cleanest seven-hour operation we've ever done. I said, right. <laughs> that looks clean. Clean, eh? That doesn't look clean at all to me, Brother Tom. <laughs> But God is in control. Sure. When is he never in control? When is he never in control? We're sharing with you our experiences. That maybe along the way, Brother Tom, this, these believers, my family, brothers and sisters of like precious faith, can be encouraged in the faith. That we believe a God who's real. Yeah. Who is always in control. Even when we are out of control. It got worse. Yes. Before it got better. Exactly what the prophet said. I mean, if that was the result of a clean operation... She looked worse than she did when she went in. Both eyes were swollen and she had wires connected everywhere. And, and here we've got the doctors rejoicing that, yeah. Two days after the operation, they said, everything is okay. But Tom, I'm smiling because we are grateful of what God has done. Hallelujah. We are reliving the experiences of God's power to transform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God's power to heal. God's power to set 
somebody free, even by the hand of a surgeon. Mm. That's what she looked after, like after two days. She looked worse. We were broken. Mm. We were going back home and exchanging with my dear wife, one of the strongest people I know. She's a real fifth gospel who stood there and was having to wake up to not knowing exactly what was going to happen the next day. This had never been done before. There was not a precursor, a pre-trial to say, this is the roadmap of what's going to happen. We were finding things, forget day by day, hour by hour. Mm -hmm. You didn't know whether she was supposed to go back in surgery, which was a likelihood. They, they were having to tell us everything that was happening every single day to just say, once that machine beeps, mm -hmm. If it says something else, potentially that could be another trip back to the theater. But you saints and other saints around the world, you prayed. You believed with us. And God was going to indeed show up. All right. When has he never showed up? <laughs> as a parent, you encourage your own child. Smile in the trial. Yeah. We believed it would confuse the enemy. We were believing in the unfailing word of promise. We were believing that God would do something. We didn't know how. We did not know when. <laughs> but we had to stay in there, Brother Tom. Because we could not shift this to another family we could not shift this thing <laughs> to somebody else and you get to a point where you start getting yourself strengthened in the Lord to just say you become one with what you're going through to just say Lord I think it was Brother Kydredix one day who said if not me then who if not now then when? And you desire to see the power oh, of God yeah. coming to spare your own as you walk in this walk of faith. Things will be hard, but this is something that has certainly gave us more wind in our, mm -hmm. in our you know, flight in this life's journey. Right. Right. Again, another statement that we came across. When you're trying to grip every iota of encouragement that you can, sometimes God calms the storm. Sometimes He lets the storm rage, but He calms His child. Sometimes God calms the storm. For the Tom, every single day, my wife and I, we're desiring that this thing would go away right. as soon as possible. But as you travel along the way, you realize that we are in this. This could not have happened in any other home. Mm -hmm. This could not have happened to any other child. There is nothing special about us. We are in this. 
to manifest the glory of God. Amen. There had to be a road to recovery. We are sharing our experiences. At this particular point, the tumor had been taken out. But then the treatment options are still on the table. Because still they do not know where this tumor came from. They had not seen it that violent before. Hmm. It is still a cancer. The treatment options are still there. They were still talking to us. If this thing comes back, we have tried surgery, check. If it comes back again, it could be radiation. It could be chemotherapy. But they had to almost like play subtraction almost. Still in hospital, they expected us. One of the consultant oncologists told us very earlier on, like I said, we were supposed to come to Cloverdale for Brother John Manasseh's wedding, who is unfortunately not here tonight. And three weeks before, that's when we were dealing with this. And I, my wife and I, we had our bags packed. We had our tickets bought. Mm-hmm. Everything was now coming to spy the land as a family together with this wedding. And this oncologist, oncologist told me and was very clear in no uncertain terms. These are medical practitioners. They don't mince their words. They said, first of all, I'm sorry to break this news to you, but you need to cancel that trip. Because really in my heart, I thought in three weeks, surely, why not? Mm-hmm. She could perfectly be fine and walk out here when we still have got a flight to catch. We still need to go to Cloverdale. And she, she smiled and, and she said, Raymond, I, I don't want to lie to you. We take an oath when we do this kind of practice. I need to prepare you for the road ahead that prepare for a lifetime of health complications. And a lifetime of medication till we find out exactly what it is. We are hopeful that you'll recover, but you might as well just get prepared. You see how the devil speaks? Mm. Mm. Prepare for a lifetime of treatment. They expected her to stay in hospital for at least three weeks. After three days, which was that day of the surgery, she started to open her eyes a little bit. Just a little bit. We still didn't know what's happened mm. to the other eye, but for what she could see, we'd say, honey, just smile in the trial. Mum and dad are here. The believers are praying. And we requested, because she was well enough, it was important for us to be in familiar grounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm which is a believer's home. Mm -hmm. We request her to go home because at least you've got the word, you could play the message, you could read your Bible openly and they allowed us to go home after three days we were at home, which was in itself again another miracle. 
even in fellowshipping with believers of like precious faith, you know, at times the enemy would cloud your mind and bring all sorts of things that that could be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. That this thing could just come and go. Mm -hmm. But I remember telling one where I said, I like that kind of coincidence. <laughs> the kind of coincidence that encourages me to trust God more. Right. I like that kind of coincidence. So even when the enemy would try to cloud our minds with doubt and tell us that it's just coincidence that she's going home after three days, I said, well, our God won, Satan, you lose. <laughs> that was still after the operation, but things are still pretty bad. We are having to relive the experience. The devil is coming back mm -hmm. every single day to say, what if that is still... You've yeah, got, yeah. You have all sorts of ideas. As a parent, I'm pretty sure some of you would identify with this. You just think, is that how my child is going to grow up? What if that's not the end of this? Mm -hmm. What if when you are getting encouraged by the word, you are knocked back down again? So it was as real sure. as real could get. Mm -hmm. But we were taking every victory that we could. Mm. Every amazing. single amazing. day, Brother Tom. It's amazing, Brother Rick. We'd wake up, we'd, we'd sing songs and we'd pray and do everything that any one of us would do on a day-to-day -day basis. The seemingly ordinary things that you do, have faith in them. Because he who began a good work Glory. is going to perform it right to the very end. We were taking every victory, Brother Tom. Every single day that was passing. Every single day that God gave us. Every good thought, any quotation, any scripture that could take us along, we gripped it with our lives. Amen. It kept on getting better, Brother Tom. Because believers in this house prayed. I believe that. I believe that too, Brother Tom. Yeah, I believe that very much. Did you pray? Yes. Again, we're sharing our experiences. Sure. This is what you people and other believers who would call on the name of the Lord, Hallelujah. would we believe in God to do? Yes, sir. And a critical point in all this, <laughs> with any tumor of any sort, they would want to find out a name and give it a name. And there was now, no you and I know <laughs> a name signifying the character <laughs> and nature. That's why we name our children right. Mm -hmm. So when they said that, I thought, 
Okay. I know a name that I would give it. Yeah. I think we got the same name. We'll find out by the time. <laughs> so all along from the biopsy and the tumor that had been taken out through that very intense procedure, they still had not found exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Samples of the tumors were sent to Spain and I guess across the, across the border, shall we say? Yeah. Because it, locally, it seemed as if there was, there was not a lot of research, case studies that had been done to see what exactly was happening. So they had to reach out worldwide. And you always think, Brother Tom, that you talk of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having to be the people that will stand and, you know, prove that the word is true, hey? Mm-hmm. The tumor was the size of a small orange. This is where I believe a paradox took place. Exactly. Satan would have us believe that it's a coincidence, that it happens to be non cancerous. Which they've told you already to prepare which for a lifetime. They prepared us all along. These are oncologists. These are, we were sent to a ward where kids had no hair. We were watching all sorts of suffering. Mm-hmm. Brother Tom, I 100% believe. Yes, sir. God performed a miracle. Amen. Glory. All we can give you a prayer. Yes, sir. If the enemy once again, once in a while, Brother Tom would come to challenge to say that was a coincidence. <laughs> again, I like that kind of coincidence. Yeah. That tells a medical professional that my daughter has got cancer. That gives me treatment options that would take care of chemotherapy and radiation, which is quite violent. <laughs> if you ask me as a parent and my dear wife, we were seeing and we're surrounded by what chemotherapy and radiation does to a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it destroys even adults. What more a child? Sure. So what was in our hearts? We wanted it gone. How the Lord was going to do it? Yeah. It was his prerogative. Whether we walk on water like Peter, come forth. Yes. Or he opens the Red Sea for us to walk on dry ground. Mm-hmm. Matter. We're going to take it. Exactly right. And once we take it, yep. we're going to be like David. Mm-hmm. We're going to run around with Goliath's with head, head in yep. our hands. Yes. Yep. We're going to talk about it. And that's what we're doing. And that's what we have been doing. <laughs> yes, the sir. The first testimony that we were privileged to give, give was four weeks after the, the operation. So the kind of faith 
that the Lord was operating in us. It wasn't really about us, Brother Tom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't really about us, saints of God. We happened to just have been near the trial so that we could be here. Right. In the not too distant future, mm-hmm. talking about our experiences. Mm-hmm. Amen. Living word. Now, we have changed in, in our character, in, in our attitude towards the word. Because four weeks after the operation, we didn't know some of the details that transpired. Now we are looking back four years. So we progressively saw things getting better with time. The Lord winning himself victories along Amen. the way. Certainly. And part of it was also being able to embrace those victories. And those seemingly temporal victories, mm-hmm. we sought them to be, become permanent. Because the Lord was performing a good work right. in us. And this, Brother Tom, in a, long, in a lot of ways, brothers and sisters, is, is very humbling Because we, we didn't know we'll be sitting here. We had a desire to visit. We had a desire to certainly speak of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But we did not know a lot of the events that were going to take place. Mm-hmm. Because really underpinned with everything that was happening up until this point, we had been promised a lifetime of treatment. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these we've had to grow with the trial. And even our daughter, it's probably early part of this year that we've started to sit down with her mm-hmm. to explain to her really what happened. Really what happened. <laughs> and it still upsets her at times because mm-hmm. she's still young. I don't think she knows the magnitude of what happened to her. Sure. Absolutely. But we just pray that as, we, as she grows up, she can... Grow to appreciate this God of Malachi 4. Amen. Because this is where our tie post truly is and truly will remain. Now, we talked earlier on about a name for it, (laughs) didn't we? That's their name. That's what they wanted to give it. Mm -hmm. Right. It was called a left orbital trabecular variant of a juvenile ossifying fibroma. I challenge you to repeat that. (laughs) I'll pass. (laughs) Um, I think this is where me and you agree. Agree. I I think we'll shake on that. I don't know. What what were you thinking? We just call it a rotten devil. Right. How many agree? Oh, let's praise the Lord for that. I, I would take rotten devil any given day, Brother Tom. Because the scripture calls it a devil. Yeah. This word of the hour calls it a devil. Sure it does. Say they call it epilepsy today. They say epilepsy. Why epilepsy? In the Bible, Jesus called it a devil. devil. 
I say amen, amen. to that. <laughs> Now they polished up his name, his name up and called it epilepsy, but he is a devil. Yes. And Jesus said, "Thou devil, amen. Come out of the child." Exactly. Glory. So, this trabecular business with yeah. the tongue. Yeah. I'll take who has believed our who has <laughs> believed our report to whom the arm of the Lord has been revealed. Amen. I'll take that any day. An element of this, brother Tom, like you rightly said, this was happening in real time when, when we became one with that trial. <laughs> the Lord will give you an assurance in your heart that if you desire, you talk of promising to do something for the Lord if He passes you through something. <laughs> that was a commitment that we made to the Lord. Th- these pictures were not. Planned. planned, right? There was just something that you'd probably wish one day we'll have to say, "Honey, that that's what happened." Just mm-hmm. like you'd show them their first time of riding a bike, or you know, first time of kicking their first ball, or things like that. So these things were just being done for mm-hmm. our own consumption. That surely, Lord, when you do something for us one day, mm-hmm. we are believing. Mm-hmm. This is something we're going to look back to and right. just said for our own family and. And for own encouragement right. in this Christian journey. So there was a scan before, mm-hmm. and there was a scan after. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Tremendous. There was another scan. Technology still working. That was the side elevation. That was the scan after. That eyeball that was nearly dropping to the ground mm-hmm. found his way back. Amen. Who does that? Right, the great physician. It has got to be the great physician himself. That's what the scan was before. That was after. That's what she looked like before. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming. Yes, sir. Call it. There That's it. what she looked after. Why don't you bring her up? Why don't you bring her up? Huh? Amen. You're right, Lily Rose. You doing good? She was really upset, Brother Tom. Why? She, I suppose this family is—it's a big occasion okay. for her. Are you—are you brave? Do you want to come? Huh? How about Mom coming with her? Yes. Yeah. So how about if Mom comes with you? Oh, let, let's let's encourage yes. her. Yes. <laughs> I think, Sister. So we should sing right about now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. It's okay, honey. It's fine. 
It's fine. Oh yeah, it's to amazing get, how you have God car- characters in a family. This little madam here, oh, no problems at all. <laughs> no problems at all, and she definitely takes after her mom, that's for sure. <laughs> Amen, darling. Madam here, and son of my youth. <laughs> God bless him. Amen. It's okay, honey. We're giving God the praise. Dr. Pam Cairns, who was the initial oncologist that told us exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. She is the very lady that said to us, prepare for a lifetime of treatment. And she's the very same doctor who we took her back, and she was marveling at what had just taken place. Now, once she gave us the all clear, it is, I think it's two years ago, Brother Tom, mm-hmm. you asked us to share a testimony yeah. about how we came here, so that testimony was now embedded at this particular point where fast forward two years later, the Lord had given us a job here and we were being sponsored to come here and that part of our testimony was now at this point. And then we told Dr. Pramkans to say, we are relocating. And she said, where to? And we said, Canada. I said, oh, okay. Which part of Canada? Vancouver. Because, I mean, first, this was probably a year and a half, give or take two. So she was having to go back for checks, you know, and every time Brother Tom will be stamping the enemy on his head to say, not today, devil. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow ain't looking good either. <laughs> <laughs> we will go back to the same doctor, we would tell the same doctor that the Lord is moving us to Vancouver, British Columbia. Her words were powerful. She says, that's interesting. I said, how so? She says, because the best oncologist in North America is at Vancouver Children's Hospital. God knew where to put you. Coincidence? No. I like that kind of coincidence. <laughs> I like that kind of coincidence. Because our God works in things like that. Amen. Yes, sir. God still heals. Medicine does not heal. No doctor could say that medicine heals. Medicine only assists nature. God's the only healer there is. That's right. Now, medicine. The doctors removes the appendix if you got appendicitis. Good thing for a doctor to move it if you've got a tumor mm-hmm. or oh, Brother Tom or saints of God. 
oh, our name was written there. Mm-hmm. If you've got a tumor, let him take it out. But God has to heal where he cut. He got nothing to heal it. So can... Re- so he can remove an object, but he cannot heal where it's been. So it takes God mm-hmm. is the healer. Amen. Or oh, we can praise God we for that. We want to praise him. Amen, Lily Rose. You've been a real soldier, honey. Amen. That's Dr. Rodriguez. I say God bless doctors. Yes. Dr. Rodriguez was the neurosurgeon who led the team that performed this particular operation. And we, we, we're eternally Thank thankful exactly, brother. for these doctors. The medical team, Brother Tom, that we, when we were leaving, we, we made sure, we said, there's a likelihood that we're going to be talking about you for a very long time. Sure. And they'll be talking about Lily Rose. Exactly. And because they were talking, they said we will be talking about Lily Rose for a very long time mm-hmm. because that particular surgery had not been done. It took a lot of doctors' reputation from that day forward Amen. to say this had been done. The teams of professionals included neurosurgeons, craniofacial surgeons. There was also plastic surgeons. These were people that had to work together, Brother Tom. Ophthalmologists, you know, anesthetists. But they, there's just one, maybe just one more. Mm-hmm. The pillar of fire, none other than the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. himself, was very present in our time of need. Amen. I think that's where we should have sister. Amen. So for that, we were going to just rush along. We'll have our, my wife who's yes. going to sing a song for us. And what do you do when God has done something special for you? You thank God. Amen. Again, we take encouragement with, does God ever change, ever change his mind about his word? With tears of joy, we should be on our knees day and night thanking God for what he has done. And we're going to play a video. Okay. Because we, we asked yes. our family, our very big well family. Complete it. We might as well just tell them what they did. Yes. Sure. prayer at this time. We've got a couple of requests to read. One testimony from... Uh, Birmingham, UK. Brother Ken Andes, would you come and open the service this morning for us? We'd appreciate that. It's uh, a family that's attended the meetings in Switzerland, and I believe their their daughter that they're writing about has been here uh, some time ago. It's uh, Brother Ray and Sister Zoe and their family. Their daughter's name is Lily Rose. They would like to thank the Lord for her healing. We would like to say a very special thank you to the entire ministry and believers at Cloverdale Bible Way who took the time to fervently prayer for, pray for us and for our daughter. We are delighted to say the operation was successful. The tumor was taken out. 
was the size of a small orange. It was non-cancerous. As we prayed, we thank you and thank God for giving us grace. We're happy to share the testimony with you as we're planning to take up the trip to visit BC as a family. If the Lord should tarry, we'll take that as they're on their way. Amen. I say prophesy, Brother Derek. Amen. (laughs) By the grace of God, here they are tonight, and we're thankful for their testimony. Amen. I'll have no special favors to ask. 
Did you enjoy that testimony? The wonderful part of it is, saints, we're a body around the world. And a prayer request came in, and we put it before the people, and the people prayed. And then God, knowing in his great mind that God was going to move them from Birmingham all the way to Cloverdale, God was going to touch a little darling, and we get to share in the testimony. We want to thank you, Brother Ray, Sister Zoe, for opening up your lives to us tonight. God bless you and thank you. The same God. Why don't you stand, change your position for a moment. The same God who spoke to the woman at the well. The same God. See the mighty God unveiling over and over. Yeah. He's the same God. One more time. Oh, the same God who spoke to the woman at the well. 
God bless you. Have your seats. divine all the Lord has spoken 
sharing that with us. Amen. We're going to ask the Chinese believers to come. And Brother Murphy has a word for us immediately after that. So why don't they come and get ready? Let's just sing, Faithful God, so unchanging. You are my rock. Amen. Has he been your rock through this year? He will be through the next. Amen. Never changing. Let's sing that. Maybe we can just stand and change our position as the Chinese believers come and get ready. Faithful one, so unchanging you are the ageless one you're my rock of peace lord of all i depend on you lord i call out to you again and again
I'll do it at the shortest preaching I ever have. <laughs> in the second Corinthians chapter four and verse eight, I want to describe it of the year that we have went through. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. God doesn't uh, promise us so that we don't have a trouble. And he doesn't promise us just have one trouble. He's there to trouble on every side. You turn left, it's a trouble. You turn right, it's a trouble. Wherever you turn, it's trouble. But he promised one thing. He says, you're not going to be distressed. Even when in our trials, in our difficulties, he's still going to open up a road for us. And he said, we are perplexed, but not in despair. We're perplexed. We're confused. Sometimes we've got no way to turn. Don't know when this trial is going to be over. But Raymond, the Lord said, you're not in despair. And he says, uh, we're persecuted, but not forsaken. He didn't promise we won't have a persecution. And persecution is coming. It's not only coming, it's already here. And I was just uh, here that the brothers in China told me, and uh, I think I shared this before. They have to change place to place in order for them to have a service. What is the persecution? It's a means to make to run, to flee. It's to run swiftly in order to catch a person. That person, that believer, have to run faster so that it won't be cached. So they have to change from one home to another and to avoid a persecution. But Lord said, you're persecuted, but you're not forsaken. He never forsake us. Because of the Bible said God is our refugee, refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And the brother, if you can uh, get that slide ready, cast down, but not destroyed. Two years ago, the BC students that went to China, and um, they went to a, a place, uh, there was a brother uh, who said, owner of a Aikido uh, a place. I don't know if you know Aikido or not. It was like a, a Japanese martial arts. And the brother is, um, is like a master of it. Are you ready? Go ahead. That brother is brave enough and the one to do the demonstration. So the brother gave him the demonstration what does a cast down really means? Yeah. Cast down means to throw to the ground. It's to lay down, lay flat. Cast down is means miserable. Sometimes it's a humiliating. It's a humbling experience. To put you to a place that you cannot... Uh, Sometimes no matter how you be aware, you're not aware, but you're cast down. No matter how you're prepared, you're thinking, Lord, I'm okay. I can go through this. But when the devil starts to cast you down, no matter you're aware of it or get ready for it, he got a skill to put you down. But Lord said, you're cast down, but you're not destroyed. Destroying means to put out of the way entirely he maybe can take you out off of the way but satan cannot take you 
out of the way entirely. Because he didn't put you in the way. God put you in the way. He sent that a messenger had prepared the road of the Lord so that our Jesus Christ can walk on. You are that way that Jesus walk on you. And only him himself can walk on your way. You know that in China they have a one road in the ancient emperor. There is a one road is only that is saved for the emperor to walk on. That's in the city of Beijing in a forbidden city. In the middle of the road, only the emperor can walk on. Anybody else walk on that road can be beheaded. Nobody can walk on that road because that road was especially prepared for the emperor. Do you realize you're the special prepared way by the prophet of this, mes- this messenger of this age for whom to walk on? Not for the devil to walk on, but for God himself to walk on. That's why he put you in the way. God put you in the way. Devil cannot put you out of the way entirely. Amen. Brother Raymond, you will love this. In the power of the devil, Brother Branham said, How they're going to the river, they take the little ones and throw them in the river. And then notice, that's the end of Satan's domain. Satan can only do so far. He can throw those babies into the river. He can put them to death. But Lord said, Satan, your domain has an end to it. Brother Branham said, his domain can only come that far to the river. And then his power is cut off. Satan can throw, can let, even let the Moses' mother and father have to put a Moses into the river. But from that time on, his domain is cut off. His power is cut off. From that time on, is God's domain. In our trials, that's God's domain. And the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they can be thrown into the furnace. That's the Satan's domain. He can make the emperor to pass out to the law, to throw them into the furnace. But when he get into that furnace, his domain, his power is over. And in that trial, in that difficulty, in that furnace trial, that's God's domain. And then the fourth man in the fire come on the sin. And then take away the power of the flame. So that Shadrach, Meshach, the Hebrew children can be saved. Brother Raymond... Satan can put a little rose into that trial, into that sickness. But that is a power that ended over there. From that time on, in that trial, in that sickness, in that difficulty, in that it seems like we're casting down. Actually, in that time, that is the domain of God. How God has saved out the three Hebrew children, God will save you too. How God will heal the sister little rose, God can heal you too. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. But you know, Satan is cast down, but he's totally destroyed. And the accuser was cast down. When the bride were going higher and higher, and the Satan started getting lower and lower. When the bride that were going were from the sin, God lift us higher, lift us from the sickness, lift us from the 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 the, uh, the sickness, uh, lift us from the cigarettes, from the wine, from the different the sins that we have. We've been born again. God lifts us up. We're going higher and higher. We're going to the rapture. But Satan getting lower and lower and lower. He was the first one in heaven. But God cast him down into this earth. 
And when the brightest is going to the heavenly realm, Satan is going to be cast into the lake of a fire. May the Lord make this a year become the greater year for you. We were cast down, but we're not destroyed. When you're in the trial, but in that trial, that's the God's domain. Satan can throw you into it, but from that time on, that belongs to God. That domain, Satan is not the domainer. Is that a word? He's not the owner of the trial. He can only put you into the trial. But guess who is the master in that trial? Our God is that master. You come out more stronger, Sister Sammy. You come out more stronger, Cloverdale Bible Way. It seems like the whole year is like a roller coaster. But by the end of the year, we can still sitting here, give God a praise, give God a glory, said, Lord, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your future is clear. I like that. Well, that was short. That was the shortest message I've heard Brother Murphy preach. But it was one of the most powerful messages. It's powerful because it's true. And we can give God the glory this New Year's. And I'm going to give you the the shortest sermon I've ever preached. Happy New Year. Why don't you greet one another? Why don't you stand and... Now we need to greet one another. Sure, get the choir. Yes, we have one last song here. Magnify. Glory to God. This is the house of praise. Has God been good to you this year? In the good times. In the bad times. Amen. If you want to stand now, if you want to sit, do whatever you want. This is going to be our last song and tribute to the Lord Jesus for watching over us. I'm thankful for Brother Tim Dodd and how God's used him for overseas. God bless you, Brother Tim. I have, I have been, I've been more of an admirer of Brother Tim in the last few years than I have in a lifetime. Because I've seen, I know where we, when we travel, and you, you watch those pictures. This is not a young buck we're talking about. <laughs> but he's a warrior. And we thank you for it, Brother Tim. Amen. And the deacons, trustees, officers of this church, the office staff that have put in many, many hours, board members, uh, Mount Baker Bible Way board the school, this church. We couldn't have it without you. And I just want to say, magnify the Lord with the choir today as they lead us in this last song. Answered me, 
Hallelujah. Why don't we stand? Oh, let us say, taste and see. We'll start right there. Oh, poor man cried. I like that. That's me. This poor man cried. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard me and saved me from oh my Has he delivered you this year? Thanks. He has delivered them. Oh, magnify the Lord. bless you. Glorify the Lord with me. Brother Ray, wonderful testimony. Amen. The devil might try and put us down, but we're going up. We've had one of those years, as Brother Murphy said, we've had a roller coaster ride. But saints of God, one of these times, it's just going all the way up, up to the glory land way. We have the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Tonight, in closing, I want to thank God for a faithful pastor. Amen. We have throughout the assembly ministers that God has given this little church gifts of God, love gifts. Brother Ernie, to Brother Andy's, to Brother John, 
Those that have, my other Michael, Lord raising up, brother Michael, Michael's everywhere. Might, might as well name your child Michael, maybe a minister. But these are love gifts to the church of the living God. And then again, I want you to turn left, right, and around me. You are love gifts to me. And we thank God for you. Have a, a blessed 2020 year, whatever God gives us. And this could be it. This is, and as somebody said to me the other day, this is the new thing. It's the 2020 vision. I said, give me 2020 vision because that's the vision I want to take. I want to go home. I want to go to glory. I want to be with my heavenly father. It's nice to have brother Tim Dodd back. Maybe he just closes in a word of prayer. God bless you, brother Tim. That's you. Yeah. Is this on? There we go. All right. You know, I'll just add to that and say what was said throughout the service is you have been a blessing, each and every one of you. And even when I travel overseas, people say we watch the services. We love the ministry here. You brothers have been a blessing. And uh, many people have said that. So take that as from the Lord. You are a blessing, even in the trials that you go through. Shall we thank him for what he did? And let's invite him to take control of 2020. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, this year, we, it's just a calendar year, Lord. It's just the turning the page of a calendar, but it, it allows us, Lord, to look back through the many events of our lives as brother Raymond has done in his life of his family tonight and all of us Lord this is an individual walk this is a a, a walking alone with the Lord Jesus Christ like the little poem of footprints on the sands of time there were there are times that there only appears to be one set of footprints in the sand but Lord, that's not the time that we're alone. That's the time that you carry us. That's the time when we say we can't make it anymore. And Lord, you pick us up. You carry us through. You are ever faithful. And Lord, we give you all the glory. If there's any good thing to come out of 2019, all of the glory belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. We bow our heads in reverence, in humility before you and say, Lord, blessed be the name above every name, worthy of all of our praise, worthy of all of our adoration. And as we have crossed the threshold into the new year, some of the last amongst the believers of all the earth. There's been over the last almost 24 hours churches, gatherings that have crossed into the new year and give you praise. And now, Lord, we join our voices with them. And we say, Lord, take 2020. Have the preeminence. Make it glorious in your sight. Lord, we can't see the future, but we know you hold the future. And so we give ourselves, we give this church, we give this ministry, we give all these things into your hands. And may you pour out a double portion and make us more of a blessing in the coming year than we were in the past. 
We love you, Lord. And we thank you for everything that you've done and are about to do. We give you praise. Thank you for another year that we could serve you. If we would have that long, for we commit it all into your hands. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you, Brother Tim. God bless you, my friend. Happy New Year. Well, God bless you. I want to thank every family, every special that was sung. They were special. Every special was special. And thank God for these gifts. Now I, I figured it out. I've got your names. There's 52 weeks in a year. There's 17 specials. Sing it three times each, and we've got the year covered. There we go. Special every service. And you're all there, and we don't even know you're there. The small family, that was tremendous. That was wonderful. God bless you, girls. Acapella. Terry, I don't know how you did it. I always wish I could, but I couldn't. Every special, we thank you. You're dismissed. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we love you and have a wonderful year. Lord willing, we have special meetings starting Friday night, 7.30. Brother Ron Spencer, Brother Anselm, so nice to see you and your family. God bless you. We welcome you from Victoria, such another country. You always are a blessing when you're here amongst us, and we thank God for you. So greet one another. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Have a very happy new year. God bless you all.